could it be these be could these be the last days? Don't know. Could be. Amen. And it seems like it to me too. So, but the point is, let's just see what the Bible says. Now today we're celebrating 14 years as a church. So I wanted also to uh, to you know to to not forget that and have a little focus on that today. So I want to talk about the church. Last week was what will faith look like in the last days? Y'all remember that? What will faith look like in the last days? There's seven churches mentioned in the book of Revelation. The last two, the church at Philadelphia and the church of Laodicea. And we looked at those carefully. I believe that's a snapshot of what the church will be like in the end times. And we talked about that last week. We're going to go back and back it up just a bit and pick it up. And we're going to move forward today with not just a picture of the church, but we'll have a real story, a real event that happened with Jesus Christ when he was here on this earth. And I think it's a perfect picture of the church today, of both churches. Okay, the churches that love and the churches that judge people. Okay? And so we're going to look at that carefully in just a moment. But let's pick it up. Open your heart before you open the door. Say that with me. Open your heart before you open the door. And so often we'll open our door to people, and that's nice. I love loving on people and caring for people and doing for people. But, guys, you need to open your heart to the Lord first. Fellowship, we've been saying it for years. We love Jesus and we love people. We don't say we love people and we love Jesus. You know why? Because we love Jesus. And because we love Him, and we love Him because He loved us. We don't love Him because, look at how great I am. I can love God. No. We're full of bull. Amen? And He came and loved us. And now we love Him because He loved us. And because of His love, we love people. Amen? See? Got it? All right? So, let's examine it. So, open your heart to the Lord. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Before you open your door to others. I want that to be our church, that we've opened our heart to the Lord. And then if we do that, we're going to reach our community greater than we ever could have done before. So, let's take a peek. See what we've got. What faith will look like in the end times? We talked about it last week. Let's just do some review. The state of the church. We talked about it last week. Philadelphia, Laodicea. Let's see it. Okay? Deal or no deal. How many remember that show? Deal or no deal. Okay? Deal or no deal. Here it is right here. The state of the church. What's the church going to be like in the last days? Here's what, according to the Bible, and I think according to our culture and according to our world, I think they're saying it as well. And we did studies last week, and we reviewed all kinds of stats and all that kind of stuff. But it bears it out, I believe. The state of the church. Here's the deal. The love of brothers. No deal. The judgment of people. We don't want, and I know you need to, you know, pick your friends. I know all that. And you got to be a good parent. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about most people don't want to come to church because they feel like they're going to get judged. You hear me? Yes or no? And that's crazy. Who are we to stand in judgment over people? Yes or no? Say. That's craziness. Come on, man. You might think you're better. You might be better than me, but I bet you there's somebody better than you here. You know what I'm saying? Come on, we don't want to play that game. That's craziness. No, we want to love people. That's what Philadelphia did. Remember the church of brotherly love? Remember? The church that loved others. Humble. Last days there will be a church that will be proud. Church of Laodicea. Believes the Word of God. That's what I want to be. A church that believes the Bible. Do I understand it all? No. Do I struggle with some of it? Yeah. 
But I've chosen to believe it all, and I'm going to give him the benefit of every doubt instead of blaming him or saying, well, this ain't right and that ain't right. I'm going to bow my face before him and say, you know what? I'll let you tell me later what I don't know, okay? i got plenty that I do know that can keep me on the straight and narrow. I'm going to tell you that right now. Church in the last days doubts the Word of God. Creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and said, well, it don't mean that. Well, it does mean that. Did you hear me? Yes or no? A lot of churches teach and believe that Jesus didn't come literally to this earth. He wasn't born of a virgin. Yes, He was. He didn't die on a cross. Yes, He did. He didn't raise from the dead. Yes, He did. Got it? There are a lot of ways to get to heaven. No, they ain't. Did you hear me? See, I'm over here. I'm going to be on this side. Deal. Got me? Say. Come on. Keep looking. This is just a review of last week. Put up in a little different way. Confesses Jesus Christ openly. Not ashamed of Him. Diminishes or denies Christ. In the last days there will be churches. You go into them, you won't hear about Jesus. Amen? That's crazy. What are we doing? Yes or no? Come on. Guys, I don't want to give the rest of my life, whatever life I've got left, I don't want to spend it diminishing Christ. I don't want to do that. I've got a lot. I'll go hit the golf ball or something on Sunday, okay? I don't want to spend my life doing that. I want to spend my life proclaiming Jesus Christ and His love and that He cares for you. Amen. Say, that's what I want people to know about me in Inglewood. Hey, Pastor Clark believes God loves us. He believes that Jesus died for all of us. Amen. Come on. That's the way we want to be. Deal. Faith. We believe God. Church in the last days, instead of focusing on faith, will focus more on what? And you can turn on your Christian TV, and now they mix the two. If you have faith, God will give you the money. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Come on. Where did that come from? That's the church of the last days. The church at Laodicea says, hey, I've got gold. I've got this. I've got this. I've got that. And he says, you're, you're naked. That's how God sees you. You ain't got nothing. Keep looking. The state of the church in the last days. Righteousness. Doing right, living right, doing the right thing, being that kind of church. Yes or no? If you're a businessman in our church or a woman, and you're a crook and you take advantage of people, I hope you lose everything. Did you hear what I said? I don't give a hoot. doesn't bother me. It's a shame and disgrace that Christian people take advantage of other people. Yes or no? We need to do the right thing. Praise the Lord. We ought to praise the Lord, guys. Come on. Not going to do the wrong thing. Amen. Say. And I'm sure I've run off a few business people by saying that because I've said it many times. But you know what? Adios. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a church out there that, that loves that money and will have you. Amen. We want your heart. Open your heart before you open the door. Amen. Come on. Last day, sinfulness. Doesn't matter. Whatever. It's my life. I can do what I want to. Come in, check in on Sunday morning and live like the devil the rest of the week. Listen, guys, there's got to be a better way. Come on, guys. Not talking about being perfect. We're talking about being forgiven. Amen? Come on. Church in the last days will, will be a church of forgiveness. The church in the last days will be a church of forgiveness that forgives people. Do we need to forgive people? Say, come on. Well, I'll forgive them when they ask. Why don't you just forgive them and put it on the Lord and He's good for it. Amen? Say. I know it's tough. I know what it is to deal with hard times and bitterness and struggle. Forgiveness. That's a, that's a picture of the church of the last days, a beautiful picture of the church. Amen? Blindness. Okay? Not forgiven. Just walking blindly. 
But see, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved of what? Wretch like me, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was what? Blind, but now what? See, forgiven. Have you been forgiven? Do you know that? Are you walking in forgiveness? It's a beautiful thing. Hallelujah. Church of the last days, raptured. It's going to be a church that's going to be taken out of here. Now, I hope it's before the tribulation period that takes place on this earth. But I ain't, I ain't all certain on that. I used to be, I thought. But you know what? I'm just going to keep reaching people for Christ. That's what I'm going to do. And when the Lord calls me home or calls us all home, I'm going to be ready. That's the plan. Amen? But the church of the last days, they'll be raptured. They'll, church of the last days, there'll be a church that's left behind. They'll have church as usual on Sunday morning. Crazy. I don't want to be here. Yes or no? I don't want to be here. No, sir. Uh-uh. Talking about the church in the last days, the true church that loves God, loves people, and there's many, many, many millions and even probably a billion or more that are doing that all over our world today. They love the Lord. Amen? And they love Christ and they haven't sold out. Amen? They haven't. And they're going to be going to heaven. The ones that haven't put their faith in Jesus Christ doesn't care what they do. The gobbledygook they do on Sunday morning, listen, going to go to hell. Y'all hear me? That's a tough, tough talk. Well, that was, that was what we talked about last week. We just put it in a little different formula. But it's good to hit it again. We need to know that. So, that's a nice graphic, buddy. I like that. Now, after that church at Revelation, the two churches, Philadelphia and Laodicea, there's this incredible verse. This was the verse that I got saved really by on Sunday morning. The old country preacher in North Carolina, he didn't have much education, Brother Eddie Zimmerman. He's still alive up in Virginia, about 76 years old now, still preaching on a Sunday. He's up there right now preaching on a Sunday morning. But he, uh, he'd do that. Behold, Jesus stands at the door and knocks. That's because we're in the country. And my mom and I both went forward. She was a drunk. I was a hell-raising teen. And both of us went forward and received Christ as our Savior. Amen. And that was this, the verse right here. Say it with me out loud. Behold. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him. I have supper. And he with me. So that's where that title comes from today. You know, that idea of, you know, open your heart to the Lord before you open that door to have supper with somebody else. Open that heart to the Lord. He's standing at your heart's door. And I did that, and that's what we need to do, guys. We want to talk about that today. And we're going to go to some Scripture here, here real quick. That verse is basically teaching, have supper with Jesus before you have supper with others. Have you done that? Do you know Christ as your Savior? I'm not talking about game playing. Well, I'm a member of this church. Well, who really cares? Excuse me. I'm not trying to be ugly, but really. You think that's going to fly with God? Say, I get it. You think he's going to be impressed? I'm from the first, whatever, God. He's going to go. <laughs> Gives a rip. We're talking about getting to heaven. How are you going to get to heaven? Jesus. Open your heart to Jesus. Yeah, but I've heard there's all these other ways. Well, you've heard a bunch of lies, okay? There's one way. God had one son. His name was, take a wild guess. There it is. Amen. So you've got it. I'm the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me, Jesus said. Have you done that? Have you opened your heart to the Lord? All right? Now let's go. I wanna, I wanna, now don't forget what we've studied so far. Now if you're, if you're like, I don't know, I'm lost. Clark, you've lost me. Well, maybe we can get you back. We're going to try. Here we go. We talked about the book of Revelation. 
There are two churches. The church at Philadelphia is the real church. The church that loves people, loves the Lord. There's also a church called Laodicea. The, the word means the judging of others. There will be that church in the last days. We just reviewed this morning on the big screen what's, what's, what's the direction we want and what's the direction we don't want. Now I want us to go to the Bible and see it lived out in a supper at somebody's house. Jesus said, I want to have supper with you. Let's look in living color, real life, with Jesus Christ. One of my favorite passages in all the Bible. It reminds me of my mama, my drunk mama. She came to Christ. And her whole world was different. And my world was different because her world changed. I want you to see this story. Here we go. We're still talking about the church. And one of the Pharisees desired Jesus. That he would come and eat with him. So a Pharisee. Okay? Basically that term has come to mean a hypocrite. Somebody full of himself. Got it? Religious but not, you know, really a true worshiper. That's what it's come to mean now. So one of the Pharisees desired that Jesus would come and have supper with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and he sat down with him to have the meal. And behold, a woman in the city. Say that next part with me. Which was a sinner. Now from other scriptures, and even from the reading right here, we can see it clearly. This woman was most likely a prostitute. So here's Jesus going to some fancy religious fellow's house to eat supper. But something's happening. A woman in the city which was a sinner, most likely a prostitute. Y'all got that, yes or no? A woman of the street, street walker. When she knew that Jesus was going to go have supper at the Pharisee's house, this prostitute brought an alabaster box of ointment. Y'all with me so far? And she stood at Jesus' feet behind him, weeping. And she began to wash Jesus' feet with her tears. And she started to wipe his feet with her hair. And she kissed his feet. And she anointed the feet of Jesus with this expensive ointment. Have I lost you so far? This was some sight to behold. I'm going to tell you that right now. Now when the Pharisee, religious leader, very churchy, got it? Yes or no? Which had invited Jesus over for supper, when he saw it, say those next words with me. He spake within himself. And that's what's wrong with the church today. We're one thing on the inside. And with something else on the outside. And we think we're fooling folk. We're not fooling folk, guys. You know, there's people are pretty bright in the world. Did you know that? Say, they figure this stuff out. Lost people are smart. Say that with me. Lost people are they're smart. Now, they might be living life crazy, but that don't mean they're stupid. And they can see through stuff. 
How many people would say you're street smart? You're pretty street smart. You had a rough life, but you're pretty street smart. You know, you ain't necessarily proud of it necessarily, but it is what it is, ain't it? Say, okay? Lost people are street smart. But this guy, he's saying within himself. All right? He said something within himself. Oh, he's outward having this, go have this great dinner with Jesus. But on, on the inside of him, he's thinking something else. He said inside himself, this Pharisee said, this man, he's talking about Jesus. He's saying, Jesus. He said it inside. He ain't, got, he ain't got the guts to say it out loud. So he's saying it inside. He said, if this man, Jesus, if he were a prophet, he would have known what manner of woman this is that touches him. Say it with me, but she's a what? Did you get the drift of what's going on here? Yes or no? It's not me pulling this or making something out of this that ain't there. Got it? Yes or no? So he's full of himself, right? Yes or no? We're just looking at a picture of the church today. Which one of these do I want to be? Well, you go ahead and count me in with the prostitute. Amen? Say I know that's crazy. Clark, you want to be like the prostitute? Sure. In this story, absolutely. Let's look at it. The religious Pharisee. Pop it up. He thought he was a what? She knew she was a what? Guys, which part is going to have more power? We're celebrating 14 years. You think what's going to be more powerful in this community? That we go across this country and th- or town and think, look at me, I'm all this. Or that I realize I'm a sinner. Don't you think that'll have more power to the lost world? It doesn't. I know we're saints. I know we're seated with the Lord in the heavenlies, Ephesians self. I know that. But they don't. Y'all hear me? Look at me. I'm walking with Jesus. I got Jesus. I'm walking with Jesus. You know what? Good luck. You hear me? I just thought this would be appropriate today for us. The religious Pharisee, he opened his home. See, look how good I am. I opened my home. But look at her. She opened her what? I still stay on this side. How about that? Let's keep looking. He was on his feet. I'm from the country. This ain't hard preaching today. This is easy. She was at his feet. That's the church I want to be. I don't want to be the church that... No, I want to be the church that's that's on our face before the Lord. You hear me? And even when I'm standing up praying, I'm going to tell you something right now. I see it in my mind. I'm at the feet of Jesus. Amen? When I'm praying. When I'm in my right mind and not full of myself. Amen? Religious Pharisee. He was in his face. The the prostitute, she was what? She was on her face. Which one do you think is going to reach the world? Amen? Which one of of those do you think Jesus is going to pay some attention to? Amen? You hearing me today? The religious Pharisee, he watched. He's watching while she's doing this, washing. Did I lose y'all? Y'all right or not? Okay, come on. Good. Praise the Lord. Come on. You're still alive out there. Come on. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. He said within. 
she showed it without. Did y'all get that? You know what? I'm on her side right there, aren't you? I certainly feel more at home right there with her. He doubted Jesus. He doubted Jesus. In his heart, he said that. Inside of himself, he doubted if this man were a prophet. You know what he's saying? He ain't no prophet. That's obvious. Okay? She believed Jesus. What's the church like in the last days? Oh, it's going to be a lot like this, guys. And it is like that. It is like that. It is like that. I don't want to be like that. I fight that. I fight that. This is still me. I'm still, I got, still got flesh. I still fight that. That pride, that this, that, that. Look at me, whatever. I still fight that. But it's a fight worth having. I want to be with this lady. He annoyed Jesus. He annoyed Jesus. He annoyed him. You're going to see in a minute, he really ticked him off. He annoyed Jesus. I don't want to be at church on a Sunday morning and throughout the week that annoys Jesus. That he's sitting up there next to God the Father going, you know what? Those people really tick me off. I don't want that to be said about us. Y'all hear me, yes or no? No! She anointed Jesus. That's what I want to be. I want to be that. When he heard that singing this morning, I want it to be pure. I want it to be real. I don't want our folks up here putting on a show. You hear me? I'm the first one that would kick something over. I'll tell you that right now. You hear me? Yes or no? I never sang before. I was a Christian. Didn't realize I could sing. I was around a piano one night after I newly got saved. I'm flirting with some girls. I was 16. That's what you do. They were pretty. I didn't know the Lord hardly any time. And they said, do you know the song, Love Lifted Me? And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. But I ain't been in church, so I struck out on that Kenny Rogers. Love lifted me. Oh, love lifted me. Because they were really cute. But they meant the one. I was sinking deep in sin. Far, so I look like an idiot, okay? But the point is, is that was the time right there that I started to sing. I didn't know I could sing. Some of you still might not think so. That's all right. <laughs> but that was when I began to sing. I started singing with those pretty girls, formed a quartet. Yeah. But you know what? I don't ever want to get to the place in my life where I sing and it's not real. I don't want our team to ever do that. That would really bother me. Amen. Y'all listening. I want it when people come here, we're worshiping the Lord and it is real. And we're and, and there's that sweet smell, that savor, that anointing that's going back to God. You hear me? Not annoying God. Him going like, they're full of bull. I don't want that. Yes or no? Come on. We're just talking today. That chicken's cooking. You know it's probably done by now. Probably done, probably done, probably done. It's probably good right there. These green beans out there, he cooks them in a big kettle, and he puts like packages and packages and packages of bacon in them. So they just go slide down. 
And the mashed potatoes, they use this big old bowl, make homemade mashed potatoes with this big old beater thing we got given to us by the Bonefish Grill people. Listen, but let's get back to the message. Here we go. Y'all right? Come on. Let's finish. Here we go. We're doing good. We're talking about the church in the last days, but we're not the book of Revelation. We're taking it into somebody's house. Now, when Jesus answering said unto him, the Pharisee, his name was Simon, not Simon Peter, Simon the Pharisee. Jesus said unto Simon, I have somewhat to say unto you. Now, I'm sure this is a King James. I use the old King James. I'm sure it was probably a little different. And he said, Master or Teacher, speak on. And Jesus said this, There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed him 500 pence. A ton of money. The other owed him 50. Still a lot, but ten times less. Correct? And when they had nothing to pay. Nothing. The one that owed 500, the one that owed 50, had nothing to pay. The creditor, frankly, forgave them both. He's just talking to the joker. Tell me, Mr. Simon the Pharisee, which of them will love him the most? The one who owed the 500, about a lot of money. Or the one who owed 50, still a lot of money, but not near as much, 10 times less. Which one will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave the most. Amen say. Yeah. And he said unto Simon the Pharisee, good job. Right answer. And then he turned to that woman, that prostitute, that repentant prostitute, by the way. Amen? Say, that repentant prostitute, that believing prostitute, that one who came with her sin and her heart and laid it right out before the Lord at his feet. He said unto Simon the Pharisee, you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water. To wash my dusty feet. But she has washed my dusty, dirty feet with her own tears and wiped them off with her own hair. Wow. Simon the Pharisee, you gave me no kiss. I, last time I checked, I came in, you didn't, didn't give me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I got in here, has not stopped kissing my feet. My head? You didn't anoint with oil. You didn't refresh me. But this woman has anointed my nasty feet with beautiful ointment. What was plain English here? 
We're talking about the church today. I hope I haven't lost you teaching the Bible, but also getting down to us today. Yes or no? Jesus said, you gave me no water. You gave me no welcome. You gave me no worship. Can we repeat that? Say it back. Roger, pop it back up. Let's say that together. Come on, church. Say it with me loud. You gave me no. You gave me no. You gave me no. One more time. One more time. You gave me no. You gave me no. You gave me no. I don't want to be a church that doesn't give water, welcome, and worship. Hello. Amen. Come on. Keep looking. Wherefore I say unto you, Simon the Pharisee, her sins, which are many, you fill in the blank. Many! A lot more than you, Simon the Pharisee. Her sins are what? Say it with me. Her sins are what? Forgiven. This is why it reminds me of my mama. My mama used to cat around on my daddy. She'd work hard at the restaurant, then she'd come home every afternoon and go to Jean's Tavern up Caroline Street. Beat that horn. And he'd come out. He had an old black LTD. Reminds me of Cruella DeVille's car in a ton of one Dalmatians. That's Mama's car going up the hill. You didn't mess with Mama either. And she'd get that Paps Blue Ribbon. She'd come back home. Drink all that, and a little bit later, there goes that car again up that hill. That's the way I live life with that kind of mama. But my mama one night watching Billy Graham, 1977. I came home from partying. Mama was drunk like normal. But Billy Graham was going off the TV, the preacher. And she said, we're going to church in the morning. I cussed her out. But thank God my mama got up the next morning. And I went with her to church. And three weeks in a row we went. And the church we went to was a church like this woman. Where they welcomed us. They were the kind of church that would give you water. Where they truly worshipped the Lord. They weren't highfalutin folk. But they were good people. And that ushered us into the kingdom of God. Y'all hear me? Say hello. That ushered me and my mama into the kingdom. We want to be this kind of church. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Got it? Good. We're almost done. Wherefore I say unto you, her sins which are many, like my mama, are forgiven. For she loved much. And that's the other thing. My mother was, years later, she was murdered by my stepdad. I'm going to tell you something right now. My mama loved people. My mama loved me. But my mama loved others. She, there was other people that thought mama loved them just as much as she loved me. She didn't love them as much as she loved me. She was that kind of woman. See, if you've truly been forgiven, you'll love. Come off your high horse. Amen? You hear me? And he said, unto, he said unto this prostitute woman, hang in here. He said unto this woman, thy sins are what? Forgiven. Pop it up, Rog. We're rolling now. All the way to the end. She loved much because she was what? 
forgiven much, guys. That's the church I want to be. He loved little because he was little forgiven. If you need help knowing there's sin in your life, schedule a time to see me at my office. Give me about an hour, and I believe I can uncover some crap in your life. If you need me to help you. Okay? You'll love the Lord more when you know that you're truly forgiven. Did you hear me? You'll love Him more when you know you're truly forgiven. My son came to me when he was about eight years old. He was going to give his testimony. I've told you this before. Out of an Awana program. And, and he liked my testimony better than his because he grew up in a Christian home. And he said, Dad, can I tell your testimony? I said, no. So he's eight years old. I just told him to go in there and look them all in the face. There's little children in front of his teacher. And so say this, Jesus saved me from a devil's hell. And he's like, I can say that? I said, absolutely. Because that's what he saved us from, guys. Yes or no? If two people are burning to death on fire, it doesn't matter which one sinned a little more than the other. They both burn into death. Yes or no? Come on. And there was others at the dinner because it was all a trap for Jesus. It was all a setup. It was all a trap to trap Jesus. These people didn't want to love him or follow him. It was a setup. There's other people at dinner. And those that sat at meat with the Pharisee began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgives sin? They're all the same. And he told this woman, he said, he said Ma'am, he said, Ma'am, your faith has saved you. You don't belong here. Get on out. Don't you love that story? I love this story. What else we got, Raj? They judged Jesus. She what? I do not want to be a church that stands in judgment over Jesus. Y'all hear me? Open your heart before you open the door. Now, Jesus gave some counsel to that church at Laodicea. I'm backing it up and we're done. He gave some counsel to that church that was full of themselves. In the book of Revelation, here's what he said. I counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that you may be rich, and white raiment that you may be clothed, and that the shame of your nakedness does not appear, and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. So he says three things. He says, buy of me or get from me. Jesus says, church, church, church. Come off your high horse. Quit being pharisaical. Be the real deal. Quit judging other people. Get this. Gold. Get you some gold, baby. And not the TV preacher's gold. Gold. Get you some white raiment. And then get you some eye salve. Now the problem is, we don't know what this is. But I want it. I want it. I want it. Yes or no? I want it. I want this stuff. So I want to find out what it is. Here it is right here. He tells us, church, what's gold with God? Do you think gold up gold for us is asphalt in heaven? The streets up there are gold. We live our life in heaven. Gold, 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 gold. God says, man, we paved the roads up here with that mess. That's not what gold is with God. It's not the same. What is gold with God? Faith. Say faith. Communicate through God 
Without Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Amen? So, so Jesus says, lose your gold, this kind of mess, and get the real gold. Faith. 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 That's what we want as a church. Y'all hear me yes or no? For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. It's written, say it with me out loud, the just shall live by faith. So that's gold with God. Number two, he said, get you some white raiment. Man, we, we can dress it up, can't we? We can fool folk. Look at me. That's why I like it, fellowship, dressing down. Because I can just see you just like you is. Amen? And I like dressing down because I can just sort of let it all hang out. I can just be me. Amen? What's white raiment? That's what I want. Because he told me to get it. White raiment is obviously not outward apparel. No. It's the clothing that God gives you. Look at it. It's the righteousness of God. Say the righteousness. It's the righteousness of God. But we are all as unclean things. And all our righteousness are as what? Filthy rags. And we all do fade as a leaf. And our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Therefore, though, listen, if any man be in Christ, say it with me, come on. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become what? New. I am saved. I am forgiven. Why? Because I had faith in Jesus. Amen? Come on. Saved. Forgiven. For He hath made Jesus to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we could be made the what? Righteousness. That's that white raiment. That's the church I want us to be, guys. Amen? Say, a church that believes God. A church that has been forgiven. And we offer that forgiveness to everybody. Amen? Number three, he said, get you some eye salve for your eyes. What is eye salve? It's the forgiveness of God. Are we all right? It got quiet. I think the air turned off. Good, it's expensive. <laughs> Here we go. In whom we have redemption through His blood. Even the what? Forgiveness of sin. Jesus said, you think you're rich. You think you're all that. You think you're this. He said, get, get, get some gold, faith. Get some white raiment. That's righteousness. Been Okay? And get your eyes with some salve on them. Forgiveness. And you hath he quickened who were dead in what? Trespasses and sins. Say it with me. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Remember the blind man in John 9? They tried, the Pharisees tried to get him to, to, to basically get Jesus in trouble because Jesus healed him. And they said, he's a sinner. Say he's a sinner, man. Say he's a sinner. And he said, listen, I don't know if he's a sinner or not. 
All I know is I was blind and now I what? Amen? Forgiveness. Have you been forgiven? That's the kind of church I want us to be. Faith in God's what makes you rich. The righteousness of God clothes you and makes you what? Unashamed, guys. And the forgiveness of God opens your what? It opens your eyes. That's the church I want us to be. Okay, 14 years. This is who we want to be. Woo! One more out, brother. Have supper with Jesus before you have supper with others. We're fixing to go out there. Have you had supper with Jesus? Have you invited Jesus into your heart? He stands at your door and knocks. Quit trying to impress Him. He's not impressed. He died for you because He wasn't impressed. You need help. Amen? But He loves you. He loves you. Would you, would you invite Him in like this prostitute did? Like my drunk mama did? Like the crazy hell-raising preacher did? Yes or no? Would you do that? Have supper with Jesus before we go out there in the yard. Y'all hear me or not? Jesus says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. That's what he said to this church, Laodicea. Be zealous and repent. You hear me? Why? Say it with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I'll come in to him and sup with him and he with me. Let's praise the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Your Word. Praise the Lord.